Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We're going to be talking a little bit about Tesla's full self-driving beta today and who's going to be getting it soon also we're going to be talking about a little bit of starship news and falcon 9 and starlink and t-mobile do you remember when they did that thing with spacex starlink and t-mobile just a little bit ago that was really cool so we're going to be talking about that so let's dig into the full self-driving beta news that just came out this is Full self-driving beta 10.69.269. Nice. Uh, Elon said that it will roll out to 100,000 testers next week as it had been planned for a while. This will be the last phase of Tesla's latest software update release. And in the first phase, Tesla released the full self-driving beta update to around 1,000 testers. And the crew released 10.69.1 this week to 10,000 testers. So in a week's time, we're going to be seeing 100,000 people testing FSD beta 10.69.2. And the critics have been all over full self-driving recently. They've been doing tests where they've been debunking the fact that full self-driving and Tesla's models show uh, smaller people like children in the road and roundabouts where they have to pause and roundabouts. They don't really know how to drive around roundabouts. Uh, those are being debunked by Tesla owners all over the place, the people with FSD um, right now. So listen to them, take them with a grain of salt because the FSD beta program is rolling out to 100,000 testers next week. And that's insanely uh, that's an insane amount of data that they'll be able to gather really quickly because if uh, the test subject is a thousand, then it bumps up to 10,000 testers and then it bumps up to 100,000 testers. Just imagine 10 times the amount of data coming into Tesla servers where they can crunch that data. They can make adjustments as they go with real life people driving on the roads. This is going to be a, a huge step forward for the 10.69.2 beta out there. Um, so there's uh, there's a tweet from Holmar's catalog that said 10.69 is so much more human-like in its driving. It's just delightful. Expand to all OG beta testers ASAP, please. And then Elon Musk replied with 10.69.2 goes out to 100,000 owners next week. So he announced it on Twitter that this is all happening really fast, too. You know, um, just a little bit ago, people were clamoring to get the into the beta but now it looks like a hundred thousand people are going to be in then after that is it going to be a full wide release to all tesla cars with fsd and also make sure to get fsd sooner rather than later if you're price conscious about um, your vehicle because it's going from twelve thousand dollars to fifteen thousand dollars so be careful of that be be forewarned that Tesla plans to raise the price of FSD beta 
after the release of 10.69. So anyone interested in getting FSD, you know, check it out, purchase it now. It's $12,000 now, and Tesla plans to raise it to 15,000. So reiterating that, please save yourself $3,000 if you can. Buy some new tires, new rims or something, you know, get some, get a cool wrap for your car, something cool like that. So buy it now and use that extra $3,000 to, uh, you know, to invest in your vehicle for the future. So that's where we're at right now with Tesla. Now I want to talk about Starlink a little bit. Um, Royal Caribbean is teaming up with SpaceX and Starlink. They've announced plans uh, to use Starlink internet services to enhance its guests and crew members experience across its whole fleet. The company will install Starlink on international celebrity and silver sea cruise ships and will also add Starlink to all new vessels for the brand. So the good thing about Starlink is that all you really need is a clear view of the sky. And when you're out in the ocean, uh, right now, the internet possibilities are very, very dull, very dim internet possibilities at this point. And if you have a bunch of uh, Starlink satellite dishes on your boat, on your giant ship, and you have, you know, thousands of people on board, those people will be using Starlink to connect to the internet, which is great. So just recently, uh, a couple of months ago, Elon said that Starlink will be able to be used on boats, will be able to use on planes eventually, on trucks, etc. But they also just released this really cool um, update for the Royal Caribbean group. So here is a, here's a little bit of background for you about this. Um, so Royal Caribbean said, our purpose as a company is to deliver the best vacation experiences to our guests responsibly. And this new offering, which is the public, uh, the biggest public deployment of Starlink's high-speed internet in the travel industry so far, demonstrates our commitment to that purpose. Uh, this technology will provide game-changing internet connectivity aboard our ships uh, and enhancing the cruise experience for guests and crew alike. Will improve and enable more uh, high bandwidth activities like video streaming as well as activities like video calls. So if you're on a cruise ship, let me just do a little aside here. If you're on a cruise ship and you're you're excited, you're hanging out on this boat, you know, you're in the middle of the ocean, it's beautiful. But you're like, you know what? I want to watch Lord of the Rings. But you can't stream it because there's no internet. Now you can. <laughs> so if you're going to be on a Royal uh, Caribbean group ship, in the future, you can watch Lord of the Rings in the middle of the ocean someplace. It's going to be pretty wild. Um, so they go on to say, uh, our work with SpaceX is another example of how Royal Caribbean Group continues to lead the cruise industry in innovation and adoption of cutting-edge technology. Basically, a press release. And SpaceX Vice President of Starlink Sales, Jonathan Hoffler, said um, he's excited about working with Royal Caribbean. He said, Royal Caribbean Group selected Starlink to provide high-speed, low-latency internet access uh, across their fleet will and it will make their passengers uh, getaways even more luxurious. So basically, hey, if you want to do a FaceTime with somebody and you're out in the middle of the ocean, if you miss somebody, say if, uh, you know, uh, grandma, you know, wants to uh, wants to talk to you in the middle of the ocean and grandma's back in San Diego or something and you're out in the ocean someplace, you can FaceTime grandma and uh, yeah, you'll have a have a good experience, according to Royal Caribbean and SpaceX, because Starlink, it's gaming speed internet, and all it needs is a view of the sky to work. So it could be, you know, uh, it'll be right on the, it'll be on the ship, it'll be bolted to the ship, 
and it'll have a clear view of the sky. So could possibly get, you know, um, you know, it's the the Starling Maritime, uh, and I believe they're using those same ones. Um, and those are 350 megs per second downloads while at sea. So that's pretty good. And if they have different satellites um, all over the ship, you'll have a pretty good connectivity at that point. So the cost of this thing too, it's really not that expensive if you think about it for a cruise line to have internet. Plus it's safer out in the ocean, right? Because if you, if you have a distress call or something and they do have certain sort of bands, uh, frequencies that they use and certain sort of uh, communications that they already use for emergencies. But it, say if those go down for some reason and you the only reliable thing you can use is Starlink, there's a one-time hardware cost of $10,000 per satellite dish. Not bad for the boat, right? So if you spend you know, $100,000 per boat, maybe you have 10 of these satellites on there. Uh, dishes, I should say. And then uh, per month, you pay $5,000, right? So possibly Royal Caribbean will charge a little bit more, you know, per customer for the opportunity to use high-speed internet. Because I know when you jump on that plane, everybody does it. Everybody does it. It's like, do you get the free plan, which is really slow? It's different airlines offer different uh, value as well. So do you get the free plan, which is really slow and, you know, it takes, you know, 30 seconds to load up Reddit, almost impossible to send a text message to somebody when you're in the air, or do you pay a little bit more? Do you bump it up for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever? Um, so that's where they're going to make their money. Royal Caribbean is going to make their money due to probably upgrades to uh, plans too. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future and see how this all works out. But it looks like they're going all in. Like it looks like the whole fleet um, is going full on Starlink for the future. So it seems like it's going to be okay. And the information um, or the uh, the speeds are going to be pretty good, especially if they're out there in the sea and they kind of need this backup plan, right? So. SpaceX also is testing. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required 
free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Booster 7 and ship 24. So 24-7 down at Boca Chica at Starbase. Uh, Booster 7 is going to be doing a static fire test at some point. There was an overpressure notice last night uh, for today, actually, uh, for the 31st. And we're hoping that um you know we'll get a we'll get a static fire test we're not sure how many engines they're going to be static firing at this point but it, there's a possibility that they do anywhere between 10 and i mean there's 33 engines on the thing so it's possible they do anywhere between uh one and 33 so but we're we're guessing it's possibly going to be um a dual kind of testing array today so they might do a smaller test just to make sure that everything's still working right and everything's good and all the plumbing works basically. Might do a smaller array test, so a couple, uh, couple Raptor 2 engines going, and then they may move on to 10 Raptor 2 engines, which would be incredible because this Starship is supposedly the one that's going to be going to orbit, and that's a huge step forward. So this is literally the biggest rocket that's ever been built. It's about 150 feet tall, uh, 140 some odd feet tall, but I say 100, or not 150, 400 feet tall, I should say. So the ship itself is 150 feet tall and the booster is 250 feet tall around that size. Um, it's easier to round up, but sending something like a starship into orbit has never been done. So these testing, um, basically it's, it's a research and development environment down there it's a it's out in the middle of nowhere it's a desert you know it's a <laughs> it's a it's a it's a wild place down there man there's sand dust storms there's hurricanes um there's blazing heat every day 130 degrees or not 130 <laughs> 130 would be insane like 103 i've been down there at 103 degrees 104 degrees um and the sun is out all the time but these people are working there all the time like day and night, 24-7, working to get this thing built and ready for a flight, which should happen, should possibly happen sometime later this year. So I'm a huge rocket enthusiast. I'm a space flight enthusiast, and I have a YouTube channel called Space News Pod where I go over all this stuff like in detail and tell everybody about the news, about uh, space flight, Starship, basically a lot of SpaceX stuff, um, in NASA stuff. So if you're interested, go check that out. But they are testing down there today. And they've also uh, just completed the 57th operational Starlink launch, going back to Starlink here. That's a huge deal. For the 57th time, SpaceX has delivered a batch of Starlink satellites to low Earth orbit. So this is, you know, 
this is a, this is a groundbreaking occurrence and it launched from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. Um, they sent up version 1.5 satellites. So they're, they're working on version two satellites. These are gonna be bigger. So the version two satellites are gonna have a bigger footprint in a bigger antenna array. And Elon has said numerous times that the, set, or the, uh, the array is too big to fit in a Falcon 9 in the current fairing configuration. So Elon and uh, the head of T-Mobile actually were down at Starbase last week, and they announced that SpaceX and T-Mobile are going to be working together to bring satellite internet connectivity to your phone, which is incredible. So basically anybody that is in the middle of nowhere, say if your car breaks down on a lonely desert highway on your way down to Starbase, you can call somebody with your phone. You can text somebody and say, hey, my car broke down, I need some help. At this point, there was no other way to do that. There are ranges in the middle of the mountains where you have zero connectivity to anything. You can't get internet there. You cannot get um, you know, regular phone like you and I have, like Verizon or T-Mobile or AT&T or Sprint or whatever there's no there's no connectivity so they have to use satellite phones and they have to use other sorts of technology in order to communicate with people um, in case something happens so spacex and t-mobile put out a teaser video basically saying hey if you're going to be climbing a mountain if you're going to be hiking someplace if you're going to be out in the middle of nowhere this is going to help you uh, for the adventurer out there or for the people that work in the middle of nowhere you know they showed a, a person in a in a plane it was in the arctic someplace and he's like, yeah, if I don't, you know, if they don't hear from me by three o'clock, they start rounding up the people to come find me. And I thought that was pretty moving because at three o'clock every day, this person has to jump in their plane and fly back to their headquarters. And um, if they don't check in before then, then people get worried. Or if they don't check in by three, then people get worried. And with the uh, Starlink connectivity, via the phone and you guys be like hey by the way um i'm hurt you know the plane broke down whatever it is i need help here's where i am come get me so if there's a if there's a problem you know t-mobile and spacex and starlink are going to be there for people but it's going to be rolling out in the next year so don't expect it anytime soon but you'll be able to use your current phone to do it which is really great it's going to be using a band uh, for the current phone so don't have to upgrade anything you don't have to buy a t-mobile branded phone or you don't have to like change from your iphone to your android device you can basically use your current smartphone certain smartphones of course and there are going to be models that don't work but there's going to most smartphones they said are going to work so keep your current phone sign up for this plan most t-mobile plans will have it available except for like the cheapest plans so don't get the cheap plan if you're going to switch over to t-mobile if you want starlink in the future or keep this you know do the cheap plan now and then upgrade eventually once they do have starlink but elon also said hey we know that i said version two of starlink can only fit in a starship because starship's the only vehicle that's big enough and the FCC got a uh, paper from 
SpaceX that stated, we are working on sort of a, a smaller version of the version two Starlink satellite to fit into the fairing of a Falcon 9 rocket because we're not 100% sure that Starship is going to be ready in time. So that shows a little bit of pushback from SpaceX about the deadline that Elon has stated numerous times. He wants Starship to go to orbit by the end of this year. So I'm going to be going down to that launch if possible. So if you like this podcast, please make sure to subscribe. That's the easiest way for you to help out. If you want to have a conversation about it, I'll be doing more Starship stuff in the future, more Starship um, podcasts in the future, and also go to Space News Pod on YouTube for more Starship content. I was down there. I spent 10 months down there covering Starship every day, basically standing on the side of the road in 103-degree weather. Not 130-degree weather. I, I know that some of you heard me say 130 degrees earlier, but it was about 103 degree weather and standing on the side of the road covering Starship for hours. You know, it's a it's a brutal place, but I want to go back because the Starship launch is going to be so incredible. And I'm going to have more information about how you can help um, in the future for those Starship launches, because I got to get back. And fundraising is the only way I can do it. This podcast doesn't make enough money, really. And I'm going to be honest with you, this podcast doesn't make enough money to send me down to uh to uh to starship land there at boca chica beach um so i'm gonna and this is my full-time thing i do the youtube thing and i do the podcast thing so i'm gonna have a a link in the description for a gofundme for my um for my future journeys down to starbase and other rocket launches in the future so if you want to help out that's the best way to do it And also, if you want to subscribe to the show, that would be really great, too, just to help out a little bit more. So SpaceX, Starlink, T-Mobile, just, you know, think about that for the future, for your next phone plan, which one is best for you. But let's go to Starship launch together by the end of this year, hopefully. Hopefully by the end of this year. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I do appreciate your support, and I do appreciate your time. Let's talk about this some more. Hit me up. I have a, a Discord in the link, uh, Discord link in the description too, and that goes to the Space News Pod uh, Discord. So please join up, say hi, and uh, you know, let's talk about space stuff over there if you want to, if you're into that. So thanks again. Take care, and I'll see you later.